Just Blaze. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. All the girls see the Look at his kicks Look at his car All I say is Look mommy I'm no good I'm so hood Clap at your soldiers Sober Then leave after it's over Killer I'm not your companion Or your man stand Don't hit me when you wanna get rammed in I be scrambling With lots of mobsters Shot for lobsters Cops and robbers Listen every block is blocked What up what up what up It's Tuesday 6.30 Eastern Time I wanted to wish you all a good morning, and I wanted to thank you for tuning in to WDRB Media, the voice of the community, the only station giving you double the information and inspiration. You're listening to Different Strokes Radio Show. I'm your host, Sterling, and this segment is brought to you by Different Strokes LLC, where we take pride in being different. Today, we're talking with entrepreneur Joshua Simmons about his basketball career and different avenues he's taken throughout life to become a successful entrepreneur. All right, so we're in the studio now with Josh Juiceman Simmons. How you doing? I'm doing well. So we're discussing entrepreneurship, and from my understanding, you're a, a pro basketball player. So just just to be kind of direct, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Joshua Simmons from Columbia, South Carolina. Born and raised early on in school. It was tough. And, uh, it was tough for me. Um, you know, went school to school, and I ended up going to a private school my seventh grade year. And, you know, turn my life around, you know, help me learn how I learn. So from there, you know, my school wasn't a big recruiting school, but I ended up, you know, being able to have some good D1 offers, D2. I ended up going to Wingate University in uh, Monroe, North Carolina. And being that, you know, the lack of confidence I've had, I had in my academics, I, I didn't have a practice bad habits my whole life, not knowing that I was jeopardizing, you know, my, my career. And so by the time I got to school, college, um, I flunked out. You know, I was uh, flunked out before even midterms. And so um, trying to figure out, you know, what happened, I, I ended up transferring to Spartan Methodist, you know, and, and in, this, in this time, at the same time, I'm growing. You know, when I graduated high school, I was probably like 6'2", and then by the time I got to Spartanburg, I was 6'5". So, you know, going through that growing pain and trying to figure out my rhythm of, the, of basketball. So basketball, my life was kind of off, and I, academically, school, it was off. So everything was just unbalanced, and I was just, you know, trying to find myself, you know, a fatherless kid, great mother, great family, great support. Just trying to figure out who you are as a man, you know, and um, that journey is tough, you know. Uh, so you just have to be grateful for the mentors that come along in your life. And so um, from there, um, I, had, I had to leave school, you know, uh, 2013. I ended up dropping out of school period, and um, I was just like, you know, what now? And so I um, kept working out, you know, and my path led me to um, meet an NBA scout, Rodney Hurd. And when I met him, you know, he really, you know, broke me down as, as a person and, and rebuilt me. And uh, he was, the, you know, the greatest thing that ever happened to me. You know, he coached me in NBA, scout personnel, he worked for all 30 teams. And he was just able to, you know, put me in the direct path I needed to be, you know, to be elite. You know, he was a father to me, a friend. And so uh, from that point forward, you know, I got my life together. Now, 2014, I went to uh, Greenville Tech. And that's where, you know, I got my grades together. And that following year, he called me. He was like, yo, we're going to Ranger College in Texas. I was like, all right, we out. And so we went out there and, you know, the, the school Ranger, Texas, and you still six five at the time. Yeah, so I'm still about six five. You know, what I'm saying I'm still growing. You know, uh, 2014 in that area, I'm probably about yeah six five, six six almost. And so I'm still not, still, still not, you know, equipped my body yet. You know, I haven't had time to really focus on me. I'm sitting here trying to figure out, you know, in my life, you know, how can I get my life back to basketball? So finally, when I get when I get the Ranger, you know, the previous year they were two and and thirty, and you know, my, my I was blessed again. You know, my head coach for Ranger Carla was Billy Gillespie. Kentucky coach, Texas A&M, 
and et cetera, you know, a lot more. And, you know, the experience and the love for the game he had, he was able to, you know, relate to kids that needed a second chance. You know, I was a kid, you know, in my journey that needed a second chance. It's a, it's a lot of us out there like that. So, you know, with that second chance opportunity, we went 30-0, you know. You know, went 30-0, went to um, Hutchinson, the tournament, lost in overtime in the Final Four. You know, the best experience I ever had, you know, in my whole life. Then packed 8,000, can't even hear your teammates calling plays. You know, nothing, I've got an environment that every kid should feel. You know what I mean? And the thing about Billy Gillespie is the way he ran his program, it was just a blue car and do everything right. And as hard as we went, it was no, it was no rule. It was only the only option was to be successful, you know. And those same people that I went through that with, you know, were best friends today. I can call each of them right now. I haven't talked to them, you know, in years, but I know I'm calling right now, and you know, they'll be there for me because it's all about you know who was with you in that fight, you know. And that year was very special. And so, um, with that following year, I, I end up going to uh, Southwest Christian, and so um, there again, was, that's a that's a college. Yeah, it's a college. So in the NCAA, you get five years, play four years. And so I, I ran at my clock, started early in my career. And by the time I got to Randy College and had that great year, a lot of schools, you know, was contacting me, you know, Washington State, Kansas, Kansas State. It was just crazy. And so when it came down to it, when we did my math, my clock ran out. So I had to go NAIA. NAIA is like one of the bottom levels of collegiate basketball. And so, I, you know, I ended up going to Southwest Christian, where, again, I was blessed again to be coached by Dave Bliss and Rick McCormick. So... You know, you're going through all these schools. Where was your turning point? How did you get in the league, like the big leagues, like overseas? You know I mean? You got to listen. It's a, it's a story. It's a process. You know what I mean? So, yeah. That, and that's what the story's about. You know, the story's about how I went to NAIA. And then, you know, from, from Ranger College, I only had one year of basketball eligibility left. But I still had two mm-hmm. years of college left. So when I went to Southwest Christian, I sat out the first semester. You know what I mean? So whatever the record was or whatever, you know, wherever it stood, that's what it was. I couldn't do nothing about it. I had to make sure that my grades was right. So that second semester I played. Really, and that's the best time to play, conference, when things matter. And people don't pay attention to the numbers, but in a half a season, my stats were above, if not a couple points behind people in the top leagues that had, a, you know, played 30 games compared to my 12, you know. Yeah. So I was doubling what people were doing. So picture if I had played a whole season, you know what I mean? So by the time I'm playing, people already have their rhythm. People are, yeah, you're in practice, but there's nothing like the game. With that being said, my coach ended up leaving, so I, I, I decided to leave as well. And so I went to uh, Villa University. It's in New Orleans, HBCU. Great experience, you know, being a kid that, you know, grew up in a diverse area, in a diverse world. But my private school was predominantly white. You know, I didn't really get to grow up with my, my homies that I, I came from, you know, from my neighborhood. So, you know, being able to go to HBCU and kind of getting that experience, you know, was really cool. So that year, we our, our team was so talented. Sometimes too much talent and egos can get in your way. And so I think that's what happened with us. We were able to still make it to the tournament. But yet again, I started the first semester, and I played the second semester. And the numbers don't lie. You know, like I said, I doubled the people's stats again. It put us in the way of us getting in the tournament. You know, so it's just wherever I went, I like to my clients and the kids that have my program that, you know, we are the program. You know, we're a winning program. And so when you go to an institute individually, you are the program. You're the winning program. You're going to be the reason why the program is, is, is at a success. Because one, you was taught right, and you structure, and you go, you do everything 100%. And so, you know, with that being said, you know, with the connections that I've had over the years, by the time, you know, I got done with Dillard, you know, I was able to go to um, a rookie camp. I went to Gerges camp. It was a rookie camp after the NBA Summer League. And I went there, and I went hard, you know what I mean? And I gave it everything I got. And after that, after that camp, um, New York brought me in. Cleveland brought me in. 
Yeah, I saw some of your pictures. You had pictures with James Harden, one of my favorite players, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah, you was doing it. About the NBA uh, USA camp. By me having been kind of locked in with some of high-level guys, I was able to get opportunities. But the most opportunity was in myself. You know, anybody can put their name on you, but you still got to show up. Anything you wish you would have done differently? I'm going to say no. But, I mean, when I look back at my life, you know, at everything I've learned, of course it's things I would do differently. Of course. But right. I'm saying no because I'm the difference now. You know, now kids, you know, when you ask kids, would you do anything differently? No, because I was taught right. I did everything I was supposed to do correctly. So that's who, I, that's who I am. You know, I'm the bridge with the students and the athletes to being able to manifest and believe in what you are. You know what I mean? So, and it's not just about believing in it. You got to put the work in. And, you know, that's why when I walk out with my guys, I really work out with them, practice with them. You know, suicides, whatever, I, I'm outside with you. You know, I'm putting the sweat in too. So not only, you know, are you seeing me, you see yourself do something that you never thought you could do. You know, and there's not a lot of people like Kobe Bryant, and I'm going to say Joshua Simmons. So I can pull, I can work myself out to an exhaustion by myself. I don't need nobody to wake me up or tell me to run or, you know, I don't need no timer to You know, I'll run until I'm tired. You know what I mean? Or I'll push myself yeah. tired. So it's just with that work ethic, you know, um, I know that, you know, I'm an NBA player. And so it's all about figuring out how God wants you to make your bill. You know, not everybody has the, you know, normal story, red carpet, go to college, number one draft pick. You know, everybody doesn't have that. And there's yeah. plenty of unique stories, you know, as far as somebody, you know, getting through the adversity and making their dreams happen. So so moving along to your journey, can you talk about a little bit uh, about the Journey of the Stars, your, your program that you've started? So Journey of the Stars, Initially started with the idea of like, all right, I'm 28, I'm on the map, I just got to keep working. But financially, how can I take care of myself and still be it? Because it's, it's, dreams aren't cheap, you know what I mean? So after, you know, at, at this point, I'm, I'm sitting down thinking like, what can I do? I'm like, all right, I need to work out, I need a gym. All right, let's get a gym. So I'm thinking, all right, let's get a gym. And now, all right, we got a gym, let's train kids. All right, I got a gym, we can train kids. So the idea just kind of flourished, you know, for me wanting to have a gym so I can always get my work in instead of having to go through a gym or a gym membership or, you know, this person won't let me in the gym or always having to, you know, work out outside. So, you know, I had to figure out, you know, how can I still make my dream happen? And so I just knew God was pushing me in a, in a way, in a direction, and I just went with it. And, you know, I love kids and I love to teach. You know, the life is about learning something and teaching the next person so they can be great. The location, I spent, like, Columbia is so many resources for kids, right? You know, yeah. so they're always going to be good. But what about the kids that's in the rural, the rural areas, you know, which is no action going on? Those kids just left out, you know what I mean? So to the outside looking in, those kids are disobedient. Everybody's giving up on them. They only know destruction. No, they only know destruction because that's all they see. And so with me coming in there and letting them know that it's, it's a world beyond this, and, and, and it's not a physical world beyond this where you see it. No, it's in you. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm showing these kids the, the, the belief in them and the hard work in them, they look at themselves different in the mirror. So now the lazy antics they had before, they kind of disappear, they kind of dissipate. You know, and they don't realize, you know, by me being on them as hard as I am, being consistent, I'm showing them change is good. And so now you got parents looking at me different. You know, why? Because now the kids at home doing things they never was doing. All because I'm relating it to basketball. You know, I start to break these things down to these kids to so they can understand. That's the difference between being a great teacher and being an okay average teacher. Is that everybody learns the same? So, in my opinion, in my opinion, 
I mean, I wanted to ask you where you find your players. I know you do tryouts, but it really it comes down to that kid, you know what I'm saying, wanting it. Because it's not This music segment is brought to you by Different Strokes Radio Show. I want you to sit back, kick your feet up, and just vibe. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose a club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose a club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose a club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choose a squad going up. Nobody flipping now. I just did three in a row. Them shows is back to back to back now. Put the world on a sound. You know, party in the weekend. Ain't got no mother time. The party on the weekend. Tell Jello, bring the juice. We about to get lit. Fill the room up with some things. One night off and this is zip. Always working all the Overtime and not all time. It's crazy back home. It kills me that I'm not around. I think we getting too deep. I'm talking might be too true. Upstairs, I got in the Advil bottle. I don't take what you do. So I got them for you. I don't need the pills. I'm just gonna have another drink. And when I'm putting working on the weekend, I look back on this and think how we had the club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she choose a club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she choose a club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she choose a club going up. Got your girl in the cut, she Tuesday Working Monday night On the corner flipping Made at least 3,000 On the boulevard I've been working graveyard Shifts every other weekend Ain't got no time To party on the weekend I've been flipping in the house, making jugs on the highway. I've been riding out of state, making money like my way. I don't think that I should dance. I'm just gonna have another. After the break, we'll continue our discussion with entrepreneur Joshua Simmons. You're tuned in to WDRB Media, the voice of the community. The only station giving you double the information and inspiration. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you're just tuning in, we've been talking with entrepreneur Joshua Simmons. I mean, I wanted to ask you where you find your players. I know you do tryouts, but it really it comes down to that kid. You know what I'm saying? Wanting it because it's not going to be always an easy road. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the, the situation I'm in now, you know, it kind of fell into my hands. 
And being, you know, that I've been just consistent in what I believed in, I've just got the parents around the community to kind of just buy in. And so now, you know, every Wednesday I do a pop-up workout. The kids will donate me 5 to $10 just come out and work out every Wednesday at Saluda Elementary for 46. And, you know, I saw the difference between that was when I first did this, I did it on the outside court, you know, and a lot of kids kind of showed up. And so the community saw that. was like, no, nah, let's get him a gym. And so they blessed me with being able to go to uh, Saluda Elementary. And that's Edgewood Community Center, right? No, that's in 96. With my the AU things going on, mm-hmm. it's in 96. As far as the Saluda and the Papa workout, that's strictly for for everybody surrounding the Saluda area, for me just to come to them. It's just cool to see everything kind of, you know, transpire into something beautiful. You know what I mean? And uh, eventually I'll be able to, you know, expand on my ideas on what I want to do with my man I have. But the, just me being around is bringing out the difference in the community. You got, I got a lot of people, older people, tapping in, you know, coming up, just talking to me. You know, and by them talking to me, then I realized they, they, they explained their dream to me. So now my job is to, all right, I got this rolling. How can I help? How can I get to something rolling for you? So now that's another project I'm going to work on. I'm just talking from my personal opinion. You know, first, when I was in middle school, I was, I, I believe I was already six foot. And it was like, I was getting all the rebounds, you know what I'm saying, putbacks. I could give you 10 points a game. I can give you a double-double. It's nothing, you know? But it's like, I had to expand my game. And I love my mom because she she gave me the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, learn from somebody who taught me how to shoot, taught me different fundamentals, you know what I'm saying, than... I would have learned shooting over a broom, different stuff, like, you know what I'm saying? And it, it really, it, it expanded what I did. So it was like her having that faith in me meant a lot, you know what I'm saying? And you and you taking your time out to help these kids out there, that's why I wanted to kind of showcase you this week because I think that's amazing, man. Like, I mean, uh, I don't expect you all, but I want to tap in with you, you know, as far as the teaching. And that's the difference, too. You know, uh, everybody's teaching them how to dribble, you know, how to take bad shots. And it's not about that. It's really breaking this game down. You know, the game, one, yeah, it's changed, but, you know, the, the meaning shouldn't change. How hard you should go shouldn't change. And trainers aren't teaching these kids how to go hard. they just putting them through a job workout. And then, you know, certain kids have different drives, so, you know, they can explain their game. But for the ones that don't know, you know, some people just don't know how hard you got to go to really be elite. And so, you know, my job, you know, I, I, I love to really show the kids and break down, just, I break it down all the way from how your toe got to be pointed to your belly button to what you're going to be looking at to communication to just bringing everything like from even if I'm, if I'm talking to a high schooler to I'm talking to a, you know, a three-year-old, you know, I, I train you as what you are. You're a pro, you know what I mean? So I really give you the whole mechanic deal when it comes down to this. I teach you the science behind this. I, do, I think that's why I love it the most because being a teacher, when you can teach something, that means you know it. And the more you teach it, that means you're getting better. So, right. you know, that's my favorite part is I can be, I'll be, I'll be working out kids day in, day out for all week and I realize how better I get and I go play or I'll get in the gym and it just, it just shows you, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's just funny how it translates. And so, um, but yeah, teaching is my main Everything. So for those high schoolers, male and female, how could they reach your training page, um, Josh Stars? Yeah, so right now you can go on Instagram at JOS period stars and follow me on Instagram. I'm working on my, my Facebook fan page right now. But you can find me on Facebook at Joshua Simmons. My telephone number for JOS Stars is 803-445-4883.
and my email uh, is jos.stars0025 at gmail. I do individual training. I do group training. And it's not just basketball training. I teach you how to take care of your body. I teach you how to eat. And that's important. I, I, that's I, very important. I put you on a nutrition plan. I just show you my job is I attack, I'm attacking this the holistic way. And that's just being in tune to your star player and, and being in tune to your environment and putting the right things into your body, you know, and being able to take care of yourself. And that's the difference, you know, and that's why, you know, people look at LeBron James like, how you, you know, 38 years old and he looked like he's 18 because he understood a long time ago. That's why, you know, God bless me, I never had an injury in basketball. My mother was juicing for me since I was in, you know, middle school. You know, who knows how I grew six, seven inches. You know, could have been the juicing. It could have been in my DNA. You know, but my daddy was 5'8", and my mom was 5'10", you know what I'm saying? So, for me, 6'7", yeah. 6'8", six, six, nobody, nobody saw it coming. So, you know, but being able to take care of your body is, is really big, and just being able to connect the mind and body together. So what happens is, when we don't have control of our mind, our mind will tell us whatever. So, you know, when you're feeling down, your mind tells your body, you're, you're feeling down. That's when you get lazy. That's when you get depressed. That's when, you know, you can't get you in this clout, you know? So being able to control your mind is a big thing that is very hard, but it's not. It's just about really taking the time to give to yourself. You know, I show my clients how to meditate. You know, I show my guys and my girls how to just be at peace. You know, you are one with the game, you are one with life. And so when you take it, when you understand the world at that state, I believe that it puts your head at the game. And it's done blessings for me, controlling my mindset and putting it where I want it to be and not being sucked into the normal. The normal for everybody now is toxic, you know, and that's not really the normal. That's not normal. That's not, that's just, that's just what things turn into, you know what I mean? So getting them back to getting away from the, the electronics, you know, not you, not saying electronics is bad, just, you know, we got to personalize it, you know. A lot of these kids playing 2K all the time thinking that they can play 2K for eight hours and go to the gym and shoot from half court. That's not how it works, bro. You know what I mean? You got to put your eight hours actually in the gym. And so just helping them bring, bring that reality, you know what I mean? So other than that, you know, it's just patience, persistent, being persistent, the consistency behind everything, the beliefs, and, you know, people like you, you know what I mean? Like, you being captain with me, I, I appreciate that, you know what I mean? Do people do things for recognition? Yes and no, you know? And I say that because when you do something great, it feels good just for somebody to be like, man, good job, man. You're doing something. You know, it just feels good. You know what I mean? Like, you hit a shot, it just feels good when your teammate be rooting for you. Like, hey, bro, shoot again, bro. So it's just, yeah. you got to keep people tapping in. Like, you know, keep grinding, keep doing your thing. It just makes you feel good, you know? And that's the difference between wanting recognition or needing recognition. I don't need recognition. You know, I really don't want it, but I want people to see it. You know what I mean? I want people to be like. No, but sometimes, sometimes the recognition has to reach the people who don't understand, you know what I'm saying, their purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you get lost in the sauce and you need somebody oh. and, you, and you need and you need that star to have you have some, some something to look up to. That's all I'm saying. And man, you're doing big things. Journey of the Stars. I just wanted to give you a shout out. Thank you for coming on the show. This is Different Strokes Radio. Um, again, can you can you give that phone number to us one more time? Of course. That number is 803-445-4883. And hopefully we can have... Oh, I'm bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Say it again. <laughs> I'm just about this, just, just in case, you know, um, anybody missed it. You know, my name is Joshua Simmons. I mean, I'm just, you know, grateful. You know what I mean? I appreciate you. This is big. You know, I... And people don't understand moments, you know what I mean? I take my code at moment every second of every day, of every minute. It's just something that you need to do, you know what I mean? A lot of people just, that's what happens when people, you know, go through something, something, whatever, 
and get to a point in their life and if they look at like where they at and like how'd I get here? Well you wasn't paying attention. A lot of people in life just be floating. Don't know what's going on. And that's what also what I bring to, you know, everybody just the urgency. And that's why, you know, I, I would love to get somebody to come in and just, you know, record me just going and, you know, live in action, just seeing the energy, seeing the passion, seeing the charisma, you know, just how, how I just turn the kids and just make them feel good about themselves. And, and, and it just changes the game. And that's why I just know my program is just going to just do so much for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, we're not front runners. The definition of a front runner, quoted by Billy Gillespie, a person, when things are going great, you laugh at everything, it's fun and games, you just feeling good about yourself. You know what I mean? You know, bills is paid, you know, gas is filled, you know, life is just on, on, on swim for you. And then the front runner part is, what about when life is down for you? How are you going to act? Are you going to complain? You going you gonna to run away from the situation? How are you going to react? When adversity hits, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? So what we had to do was we had to just buckle up and, and take that ride and get better. You know, when we was down 20 or, or 30 points, my coach not calling no timeout to bail us out? No, figure it out. You got your stuff in that mess, get yourself out. So that embarrassment, you going to be worried about being embarrassed? No, I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to buckle down. I'm about to strap my shoes up, and we got in that hoop. Next thing you know, 15. Next thing you know, 12. Next thing you know, 8. Next thing you know, now the team's sweating. We own them because we just never quit. That's, that was the difference. And so, and people ask me, how you, because I was just trained right. I was trained right. I was just blessed to be, the mind is so special and unique. And it, it doesn't matter who you talk to. It doesn't matter who you co- who your, who, who's coaching your children. It matters. Because what that kid gets, it's going to affect them. I want to be who the, who the people in my life are to me. And that's the people that 20 years and 30 years ago, they had me as a, a toddler. And I looked at them as a grown man, 28 today. I look, I look at them in their they face. And be like, Coach, Coach Klavman, Coach Blocker, listen, and it's more, it's more to him. But listen, yeah. I appreciate you what you did. Like y'all changed my life. You know what I mean? Well, I will say, I will say this on, on the low. Uh, shout out to Pastor Grady. He wanted me to um, help him start up this church basketball team, man. So if y'all need a little scrimmage or something, man, most definitely we're gonna give you a shout out. Oh, we can do that. You know, <laughs> definitely, man. I'm all about the competition, man. I'm all about getting better. And, you know, just show, just showing up. And that's all it's about. And it's being solid, doing what you say you're going to do, and, you know, getting the job done. Yeah. Just get it done. Just get the bucket. Yeah. Again, thank, you for, thank you for being on the show, man. Hopefully we can have you again. This is Different Strokes Radio. Let's go. Yeah, I took the cash route. I put in more time, more grind, no line. I didn't take the fast route. Let's go. Suck it up, no crime, no crime, no crime. I didn't ask for handouts. Yeah. Go to work, no grind, no shine, no shine. And that's how you stand out. Yeah, yeah that's how I stand out. Yeah. yeah, I took the cash route. I put in more time, more grind, Let's no go. line. I didn't take the fast route. Suck it up, no crime, no crime, no crime. I didn't ask for handouts. Uh-uh. Go to work, no grind, no shine, no shine. Yeah. And that's how you stand out. Yeah, that's how I stand out. Let's go. Yeah, I took the cash route. I did it and did it again. What you did? I started the one and I went up to ten. Came back now I'm winning again. Uh-huh. Pull up on ten. Which one they gon' hop out? They don't know what whip did he in. Boom. Put in hours of practice and that's how it happened. I don't even pick up a pen. I'm coming straight up off the top with it. Let's go. I ain't a power forty, ain't a center, but he was on the block with me, shooting in the gym. Really got it in. He put up the shots with me. Uh huh. Now we breaking bread. Everybody playing. He hold up a knot with me. No cap. We took the cash route. Let's go. Yeah, I'm talking moolah. Uh-huh. We grew up off a of noodle spaghetti. Used to be peanut butter and jelly. Uh-huh. Now the chef he gon' come when it's ready. Uh-huh. But you know about the lights off candles. Lights. I provide with the mic off dance. Like I'm a star on the moonwalk. Now I got the whole room talking. Yeah, I'm talking.
trophies. I got everybody talking down, acting like they know me. I'm a champion, like LeBron. Ballin' with my homies. I'm better than the old me. R.I.P. to Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, I took the cash route. Uh -huh. On time, no grind, no line. I didn't take the fast route. Let's go. Get up, no crime, no crime, no crime. I didn't ask for handouts. Yeah. Go to work, no grind, no shine, no shine. And that's how you stand out. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's how I stand out. Uh -huh. Yeah, I took the cash route. Let's go. On time, no grind, no line. I didn't take the fast route. Uh -huh. Suck it up, no crime, no crime, no crime. I didn't ask for handouts. Uh -huh. Go to work, no grind, no shine, no shine. Yeah. And that's how you stand out. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's how I stand out. Let's go. Uh -huh. You're listening to Different Strokes Radio Show. I'm your host, Sterling. You're tuned into WDRB Media, the voice of the community. The only station giving you double the information and inspiration. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We want to thank today's guest, Joshua Simmons, for joining us. I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. Continue to tune in every Tuesday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Please remember to connect with me on WDRBmedia.com or you can find us on Instagram at Different Strokes Radio or Facebook at Different Strokes Radio. Also, for all the inspiring artists out there, if you're interested in getting your song played on the radio, you can contact us at 919-964-4031. That's 919-964-4031. You can email us your song at different.strokesllc.com at gmail.com or sterlingjoiner31 at gmail.com. Submit your music, guys, and um, if we like it, man, you can get your music played on the radio. I'm your host, Sterling, on WDRB Media, the voice of the community. The only station give you double the information and inspiration. Until next week, I want you to continue to be blessed and I want you to strive to be different.